Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. We are here for Chemist Warehouse, in, heading to Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. And Spitwater, Spitwater high-pressure cleaners, tools, not toys, tough and ready. And don't forget, guys, I will be at the Caxton Hotel, 1 p.m. Saturday. Myself, Guru, Timmy, Maddie the Waterboy, come have a beer with us. Come say hi. Uh, it is going to be a great time. But, Smithy, we got the Bulldogs versus Raiders. Kiraz returns on the sting for the injured Braided Burns. Max King also returns at prop. So does Franklin Pele. And Raiders, Savage, returned. First time this year. Named uh, on the wing at the expense of Albert Hoppawati. How do you see this game playing out, mate? Uh, yeah, this is, um, well, it's going to be a good matchup. It's it's um, 11 v 13. Um, interesting to note that as we get into the, the preview of the rounds, there's, if certain results um, sort of go way of, of certain teams outside of the eight, there could be a huge change in this ladder across the weekend. Mm. Like I think from first to eleventh, I think that could that could all change across the weekend. Wow! Like eleventh could could possibly move into the top four mm. um, with some wins. That, that's how close it all is, which is great for our competition. It's great to see all the teams aiming up week on week. But the Bulldogs and Raiders, yeah, it's a it's a bit of a um, toss of the coin. This one for me. Um, look, I'm. We've, we've spoken about the, the Raiders and the, the way that they play their footy and the way that they approach it. Although the Bulldogs, they you know they, they surprised me a little bit across the weekend when they had that win against the Dragons. Um, Xavier Savage, my first game of the year. It'd be interesting to see how he comes up and, and plays in the top grade. I, I, I think Raiders. I, I think Raiders in this one. Um, I think they've, they've really um, sort of... I think they've made a point to now that they know Jack White is done and dusted. He's he's going. This is going to be his last season at the footy club. That uh, you know they they want to make a point of doing the very best they can, um, you know, to make this season enjoyable and as, as positive as it can be for him. You know, he's done a lot for the footy club. So I, I think the Raiders will will get this one against the Doggies. Yeah, I'm uh, man, I'm torn on this one because. Yeah. The Dogs have shown such a fighting spirit that I wonder whether the Raiders only winning by one point against the Dolphins is kind of drat. Like, I guess, are they fatigued? Are they going to be able to back up after that performance? I'm actually might go the Doggies. I don't. I just like, I like the style of footy they're playing. I like the confidence in which they're playing. Mm-hmm. They did go down to Cogra. Uh, sorry, they did go down to Wollongong and take the points off the Dragons. Yep. And... The Raiders have just been so hit or miss. You know, they had that big lead at the start of the, the game last week. Yes. Second half completely just, you know, faded away, unfortunately. Mm. So I, th- I think the Doggies might get them. I really do. Really? Yeah, I think there might be a bit of an upset here. I look across oh. this back line, you know, yeah. I, I look across these squads as well. You got yep. Burton at seven. You got Fogarty at seven. You got this young uh, Oluwapu that was uh, solid on his debut. Um, you look into their forwards, I'd say Bulldogs probably have better nine. Uh, yep. Papali'i, uh, you know, obviously he's a legend of the Raiders. But Max King is young and he's aggressive and he's he's hopeful of, I guess, upsetting the the cart. Then you've got Pangai Jr. versus Tarpane. We know Pangai Jr., when he turns it on, he can be as good as anyone. You know, Waddell, Preston, Raymond Fatalamora, I'd probably say the Raiders have him there. So I don't, I just... Yeah. I like the style the Bulldogs are playing, and I'm, I think it may upset the Raiders' bash them down style. Yeah, and, and as yeah, I think we both agree that it's a pretty even matchup. This one, team on team, player yeah, on sure. player, 
Um, when when they're so closely matched, though, I just I I tend to side with the team with a better defensive record. Mm. That's only and 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 the Raiders are, are slightly better off defensively. I think they've conceded a few less points per game, so I think it'll be a close one. And I think that may just get them home mm. in um, in this weekend's clash. Tell you what, the Raiders love a close clash, don't they? They oh. almost hate to oh. just blow teams away. <laughs> it's bizarre. I love looking over at the sideline, watching Stiggy just oh pulling man. his hair out. The big fella, poor fella. Oh man, it's <laughs> just like. If any, if you could like somehow measure the riding the highs of lows, no one would be as much as Ricky. Or maybe you know what? Maybe Bellyache. Maybe Bellyache. Yeah, possibly. Bellyache and Stewie. Stewart. Uh, now <laughs> onto the Seagulls v the Broncos. Mm. 8 p.m. Suncorp Stadium. Uh, Seagulls team news: Travojevic out. Kepi starts. Tom Travojevic cooler returns. Garrick moves to the wing. Ben Travojevic is back on the bench with Aaron Woods. Uh, Sipley is out with suspension. Broncos team news, both Ezra Mam and Payne Haas return from suspension. What do you reckon, Smithy? Well, with Mam and Payne Haas returning, I think they're a completely different footy side. Um, take two, you know, highly involved, highly influential players out of any team, and they look very different, and they perform very different, particularly when they're playing against sides like they did last week um, against the Rabbitohs. I think this is, this is the Broncos game to lose. I, I really do. I don't. I don't think that, you know, I'd, I'd be doubting them too much in this one. There's a bit going on in this game, though. It's not just the two teams taking out. There's obviously um, Anthony Seabold. He's returning to take on the Broncos, a team that he coached. And, and a lot of things happened in that time that he was head coach of the Broncos, of course. Um, and it didn't end all that well. So he's returning there as the home team. The Seagulls are the home team at Suncorp Stadium this Weekend, and I think they 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 do take the home sheds off the Broncos, which is uh, which is pretty funny in some ways. <laughs> um, but look, mate, I think in all honesty, I think this is the Broncos game. Um, if if they were to lose this one, I think they really need to sit down and have a real good look at themselves. We we spoke about Manly start of the show. They've got their own issues at the moment, and then you add to you know Jakey Trebojevic being out of this footy side. He is. Yeah, as much as Tom is the X factor, Jakey is the heart and soul of this footy side. He just gives his absolute best every week, makes a ton of tackles, a ton of hit ups, plays a huge part in their attack as well. You know, giving you know Cherry Evans time with the football. Um, I don't know if they'll handle that all that well. Him being out because he's out very rarely, mm. so it's a big change from. And both Mam and, and Haas they return after having a week off through suspension. They're going to be fresh. I think they'll be looking to bounce back big time. Can be big time after their loss last week against the Rabbits. Yeah, the Broncos. I'm going to sound like an absolute punish and broken record this year. But <laughs> if the Broncos complete at 85%, they yep. win and win well. This is a team that can put points on anyone, literally anyone in the comp. Now, 80, if they completed 85% against the Panthers or the Rabbitohs, that's a different story. Then, then it can yep. come down to you know, better executed players are. But at the moment, Manly not necessarily playing incredibly well. They started the year well and then faded away a little bit. Then they had that big win against Melbourne. But, you know, not to take anything away from Manly's win, Melbourne mm. play really, really poorly in that game. Yep. And so this is a game for Broncos, as I said earlier, just tweak the attack, attack, attack mindset just a little bit, just a little yeah. bit. You know, choose when to do it. Instead of on – if you got it on second play – Maybe hold the ball instead of kicking it. 
mm-hmm. if you've got it on fourth or fifth play, then maybe consider doing the big play. Yeah. Um, well, well, that was a story that taped last week, wasn't it, mate? Mm. Like I think, and Katoni Staggs was involved in a few of those plays where yeah. I think they made a line break down the side, down the left hand side. The ball got spread, tackle two, I think, over to his edge. He made a half break and then was looking to set up his winger. He ended up putting, uh, end up kicking the football mm. and turning the ball over. And um, you know, previous to that and after that, I think he tried a couple of passes in a lot of traffic and just turned the ball over cheaply to the Rabbitohs. So. I agree with you, mate, with, with that from that point of view with the Broncos is just be happy to work through your sets and be boring at times. Because mm, mm. all you're doing is you just want to keep applying pressure to the opposition. You've got enough class and, and enough points in your footy team to, to score plenty at the back end. And I look at Manly and I go, okay, uh, yes, you haven't been the best over the last few weeks, but... Remember what the Broncos did to you last year at Magic Ground. They absolutely yeah. towed them up. Yes. So if I'm Seabold, I'll be going, boys, we are not going to embarrass ourselves like this ever again, getting beaten 50 to 6 or something like that. Yeah. Magic Ground, the, arguably the biggest round of the year when it comes to end season. Yep. And so if I'm Seabold, I'm going, boys, let's forget about, every, let's forget about the ladder. Let's forget about the two points. Mm-hmm. And just let's talk about the embarrassment that they put on us last year. Are we going to allow that again? Yeah, and and mate, for the like with the Broncos, like it's it's a huge few weeks coming up for them. Mm. Okay, so we're heading into Origin period as well, so they're going to have a, a handful of players out with that. But obviously, take on Manly in like it, it. They're the away team, but they're playing in front of their home crowd, right? Then they take on Melbourne the following week, and then it's the Penrith Panthers. Oof. So this one is is huge in the context of, of the season. I, I'd be thinking, hey, boys, number one, bounce back from last week. We need a much improved uh, performance. And secondly, hey, we're the top of the table at the moment. Do we want to stay there or do we want to drop down? Because as I said, the ladder at the moment from, from the Broncos all the way down to 11th spot in Canberra, there's four points, Kempi. There's four points difference. Yeah. So if they're to lose, and let's just say Canberra win and a few, you know, results go Canberra's way and and uh, let's like Gold Coast Titans are saying they're on ten points like the Raiders, like we could have a logjam up the top of of teams in and around fourteen and fourteen points and twelve points respectively, all sitting up in that sort of top eight range. Yeah, you you wanna you wanna continue on with the hard work that you've done early in the season with those first month. To six weeks of matches where you've you've gone, you know, logged up a few wins, you've got some good points. You want to go out there and win these ones, and and make sure that you continue your your, your spot at the top of the table. Yeah, it's a great point, Smithy. Because if you go loss, 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 that's obviously a total of six points. Yeah, there's a world in three weeks' time where we're literally <laughs> outside the eight. Oh no! And then you're going, oh, oh no, oh oh, and 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 you're right. It's Manly Penrith. We're not talking about. Yeah, Melbourne. Uh, sorry, uh, yeah, Melbourne, Penrith. Yeah, two of the hardest games for us, literally in the competition. So it's almost, yep. it's almost like if you're the Broncos boys, we are desperate to win this game to exactly. ensure that we're still. Here. And as as I said, Manly, it's all about. Remember what happened last year, boys. There's an ambush here. Let's ambush them like they did to us last year. We're going to head to a break. After the break, we've got Warriors v Panthers preview. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. And don't forget, I'll be at the Caxon from 1pm this Saturday. Me, Guru, Maddie, Timmy, come down, say hi. 
And I'm sure you'll see the great Smithers, a.k.a. Smizzle, as was some of one of our texters <laughs> called him. They called D-Mizzle and Smizzle, hey? Yeah. That's a new nickname now to the younger generation, Smizzle. D-Sizzle and Smizzle. There you go. <laughs> um, there you go, D-Sizzle. <laughs> D-Sizzle. Stop it. Stop it. Uh, Warriors v. the Panthers, Saturday 3 p.m. at Suncorp Stadium, obviously. Charles Nickel-Klukster, Tohu Harris, both returned. Curran moves back to the bench. James Fisher-Hash returns from a knee injury. Spencer Lee, listed among the reserves, as he missed last week with the calf injury. Smizzle, what do we think? Ah, uh, mate, big, big ins for both sides. I'm uh, Tohu Harris, great to see him back. I think after that Anzac game, he was... A little bit of concern about how long he was going to stay out with a bit of a medial issue. I think he's been actually just dealing with it for the most part of the year. So mm. he's back, makes a huge difference to this footy side. Charles Nickel Clogstad, the same thing at fullback. Um, Fisher Harris, though, like seriously, I, I, watching the Panthers play, you can tell that they've had a couple of you know more senior players not there, and you've seen the effects of those players not not being there at crucial stages of the game. Now, I understand, you know, they've still got wonderful players involved, particularly, you know, Cleary and Isaiah Yo, all these type of guys, but um, Jerome Luai also. But when you, when you take out these soldiers, okay, these workers, it just makes it that much harder for your key position players to get their job done because you're replacing with guys, you know, maybe not at the same standard or not, not at the same experience, and they just don't offer the same as what those great players do, like James Fisher-Harris. So... Really keen to see what's what type of Panthers team we see this week with a, a guy back of his caliber. Um, in the from the Warriors' point of view, the, probably the team of the competition that has impressed me the most. I reckon from where they have been in the last couple to now, um, you know, if they don't cop a couple of injuries and, a, and a, a, a player in the sin bin in that Anzac game against Melbourne, I, I think they go on and win that game. Mm. I, I really do. And and the way that they started with a couple of early tries, they just they looked in sync. They they looked silky with the football. Defensively, you know, they, they looked quite sound. Always very aggressive. Um, but, yeah, I think when they lose, lose a couple of players, like most teams, you know, they just struggled a bit and they were shut out last week, no points. Look, I'm, I'm going to back Penrith. I'm going to back Penrith. They're, they're, it's hard to knock a champion team. Um, they would have been very disappointed with the loss last week um, in Bathurst. And I think we'll see them bounce back. They're playing at a, at a ground where they're comfortable playing at and they enjoy playing in front of the big crowds as well. They're a team of uh, entertainers, as we know. I think the Panthers too strong for Warriors. Yeah, I... I... I look at the Panthers, and what I want to see at this game, because they go up against the Knights, had one of the worst games we've seen them play in a very long time, and that's no disrespect to the Knights. The Knights made them play that way. It's not just they rock, there was only, you know, it takes two to dance, two to tango. But then they rock up against the Tigers. They get done. And what I want to see from the Panthers is, is they often say, after you've won a premiership, you lose that edge. You know, there's almost a bit of contentment. Now, I'm not saying the Panthers are there yet at all. I'm not saying that they're just sitting back on their haunches going, we're back-to-back premiers or whatever. But what I have yet to see this year is that real mongrel of almost how dare you beat us. You're a lower team than us. We got beaten yep. by the, a team that hasn't won all year. And I just haven't seen that aggressive mongrel edge yet from the Panthers this year. 
And so regardless of score, I want to see the Panthers with a bit of anger, a bit of like, I guess, fight against the opposing team as if to punish them for their loss last week. I just haven't seen that yet this year. Even when they lost to the Broncos, they didn't come out the next week and, you know, they lost to St. Helens. Then they lost to the Broncos. And although they are still defensively one of the best teams in the comp, still, I think they're still in the top four or at, definitely at the top eight. And as we know, the top four and top eight are very, very close. I yep. just want to see anger from the Panthers and almost as if, how dare you disrespect the, the back-to-back premiers? Well, look, they're a very different side this year. There's no doubt about that. And a couple of reasons for mine, okay? So, well, probably three reasons. They've, they've suffered more injuries this year than the, what they have in previous couple. I think they're, they're, it's something that they haven't had to deal with over the last couple of years. They've been very fortunate and lucky to have maintained quite a healthy squad um, over those years where they were very strong through 20, 21, and 22. You know, the, the latter two seasons, they took out the premiership. Um, you know, it takes a bit of luck to, to win it, and they certainly had that as far as, you know, the health of their, their team and suspensions as well. This year, you know, as I, I mentioned before, you know, Fisher-Harris, he spent some time out of the team. Liam Martin, he's still not back. But they've also um, lost Api Corosau and Viliami Kikau. Now, two players that are were vitally important to their, their their double premiership that they won, their back-to-back premierships, with the game plan that they had and the style of footy that they played. Now, I, I still feel as though they're coming to terms with the loss of those two players. Not that they didn't know it was coming because, you know, they, they, they chose not to re-sign them or they knew the players were going elsewhere. Mm. But particularly Appy, I think the style of footy that he played from the play of the ball, it just it built so much momentum for this footy side and in particular built momentum for Nathan Cleary and Jerome Luai to do their thing. Mm. Now, there's times where they are going forward and they're getting quick play of the balls, but not – that not as consistently as they were with Appy Coruscant. Now, that's not a knock on you know, the dummy halves that are playing there right now. You know, it's just that they don't have the experience or they don't they don't play the same style as foot, of footy as, as Appy Coruscant does. So that, that's been a big thing for me as well. The last one, Kempe, is, and you mentioned that sort of that premiership hangover. Well, we've seen them produce quality seasons for three years in a row. All right, so maybe the hangover is not quite the right way to to put it, but you got to understand when you are the benchmark of the competition, it doesn't matter who you play, it doesn't matter who you play, where they sit on the ladder, the form that they've been in the previous couple of weeks, they come knowing that they are taking on the best team in the comp. Mm. So you have to be up every single week to make sure or to ensure that. You know, your team's at your best. You as an individual are at your best because you know that the team that you're playing, they're going to push you. Mm. And if you and if you don't, then they'll be there to, to take the game when it's there on offer to win. And and in a way, that that takes its toll on you physically and mentally. Being up every week against every opposition, and it becomes a little bit frustrating in some ways too because when you when you look at teams that are get up for you, you're like, hang on a minute. <laughs> they got beat by 40 last week. <laughs> now they're aiming up against us. What yeah. like what's going on here? But that's just that's just the nature of 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 the sport where teams know that they have to be up when they play the Penny Panthers. Mm. So that that in a way 
um, or in a lot of ways, sorry, mate, it can can be fatiguing physically and mentally for them. Now we're going to head to a break, and after the break, we're going to get to Sharks v Dolphins, plus the rest of the games. Welcome back to the Captain's Run. Time now for Sharks v Dolphins. Royce Hunt starts Braden, uh, for Braden Hamion Yuele. Dale Finucan returns from suspension at 13. Cam McInnes moves to the bench, which I find interesting. I don't mind Cam McInnes starting at the bench and uh, maybe Finucan at the front, but we'll get your thoughts, Smithy. Stone and Jennings are out of the side. Tessie New Anthony Milford and Mason Teague are coming into the 17. How do you see this one playing out, mate? Well, that 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 uh, positional change that you've mentioned about Finucan and Cam McInnes, that, that may change before kickoff. He, he might opt to start McInnes um, on the field to get the, the match underway and Finucane off the bench. But, you know, knowing Dale, he would have done everything he can while he's been suspended to have himself in tip-top shape and fit and ready to go. Um, I don't mind the move as well, mate, with McInnes off the bench. He, he adds a bit of leg speed when he comes on and he's got um, he's got he's got a bit about him, mate, a bit of energy coming off the bench. He can really, you know, put the middle forwards for the Dolphins under a, a fair bit of heat. Um, when the Stings come out of the game a little bit, for the Dolphins, um, mate, they they just they just keep turning up. Yeah. Now I know they haven't, won, I know they haven't won all of their matches, but the ones that they have lost, um, barring the one against St George Illawarra, they have pushed the opposition team to the wire, mm. to the wire. Whether it's you know the opposition team coming from um, a deficit on the scoreboard to come over and beat them late, or whether it's uh, the Dolphins having a surge late to push a team into, say, maybe Golden Point like they did on the weekend. Um, it, it's so hard to knock them given the way they play every week and so consistently. Um, but with the way the Sharks are running pretty hot at the moment, they didn't have a whole lot of resistance last week against the Cowboys. Um, but, I, but I'm going to go Sharkies right now, sitting second Talking about opportunities, right? We we're talking about the Broncos earlier about you know taking your opportunities and looking at at what's coming and and, and whatnot. Sharkies have an opportunity to to go top of the ladder. Oh yeah! If they if they win this one, now they had a bit of a up and down start to the year. A lot of people were saying no, they'll they'll be top four again and, and possibly push for a grand final spot, maybe a premiership. Then the doubters come in. There was a few. People knocking them, going, "Oh no, nah, what's happened to the? What's happened to them?" And and even we spoke about the change um, in their defensive attitude mm-hmm. in a couple of those losses earlier in the year. But they still find themselves way up high on the ladder. If they and if they were able to win this one, they they give themselves a chance of, as I said, finishing this round in the number one spot. It's uh, ever since, you know, as a player, I didn't really, you know, because I obviously never was a senior player and never in a key position or whatever. It's ever since I got into like the media side of things, I've started to really appreciate how important early wins in the season are. Early wins, mate. And how, how you can look at a, you, okay, you could look at the ladder right now and you could go, you think a team is going absolutely terribly. Like, oh, my team is terrible this year. Like, yep. for example, I'm sure there are, there are Raiders fans that go, mate, our team this year, just nowhere near where they need to be. They're still on 10 points, which is equal yeah. to, the, to the Panthers. And yes. so when you look at it from a, that perspective, I mean, you look at the Knights, the Knights even, they're on seven points. So like yep. they're not, even though you would say, oh, they haven't had the best year, it's yep. not like disaster zone yet. And so yes. it's just so important to 
however you get them, whether it's ugly, pretty, the best thing or whatever, just to yep. stack some points up at the start of the year. And Sharkies yep. have done that. Absolutely, mate. Yep. And as I said, you know, they they could be top of the ladder after this weekend, which would be really impressive with, you know, as I said, the up and down nature of their first month of footy. They really have shown some really good signs over the past couple of weeks in particular, but yeah. And then, oh, look, I'm going to back Sharkies. Mm. I haven't gone against I haven't gone against the Dolphins um, a lot this year, but I think the Sharkies will get this one. Yeah, I think the Sharkies get this one. I really think they're playing with a lot of confidence. And just to just to back up that point, you look at the Eels. They're currently sitting 12th. Think of all yep. the games they just lost by two points at the start of the yeah. year. It's yep. like far out. They could literally be sitting in the top four right now, and not yep. much would have changed in their footy. It's just the result. Um, now, got to get to the next game. Sorry for that little detour, guys. Um, I just thought it was really, yeah. I just thought it's a really great point, Smitty, that the Sharkies could literally be number one, and yeah. we're sitting at round ten. Like, what, a, what an achievement! Uh, yep. Storm v the Rabbitohs. No changes to the Storm side that beat the Warriors on Anzac Day. Uh, David Mowali is out. He's replaced by Liam Knight for his first game of the year. How do you see it playing out? Smithy, and also, yeah. sorry, just quickly. Yes. This is our game of the round. Thanks to Suncorp. Building a more resilient Queensland. That's a Suncorp spirit. It is. It's our game of the round. Thank you to Suncorp. Um, great matchup. Mm. Great matchup. This this builds as maybe one of the, the best games of the year. Mm. Not just this round, um, as we've got it as our match of the round. Uh, no tea changes to the storm. Um, of course, that had that that victory on Anzac Day. They've they've had the week off leading into this one. Um, only one change. Interesting to see how Liam Knight goes. Has he played just the one game in the lead up to this? Maybe maybe a couple. Two at most. Two leading at most. leading into this. So big call um, by the coach to to add Liam Knight to the team. Given you know the the the, the way that they've been playing. Um, of recent time, you know, they've gone on a bit of a run of wins at the moment. I think they've won four straight now, uh, the Bunnies, to take themselves way up the top of the table. Um, oh, geez. Look, I'm, I'm going to back I'm gonna back Melbourne, given they're coming off the bye. They're going to come into this one fresh. And uh, the most important thing for Melbourne in this one for me is their start. Oh, they, they just have to start better than what they did on Anzac Day. They give... They give the Warriors an opportunity to to take the game away from them uh, early in in that match, but they were good enough. And as I said, maybe a little bit fortunate too in in the way of um, injuries that occurred to particular players from the Warriors and then a sin binning um, as well, which gave them, you know, an opportunity to score points, particularly late in the match, to take the game away from the Warriors. But they need to start fast. That's what they need to do. They need to start fast, put some scoreboard pressure on the bunnies early because if they don't and they start giving a little bit of you know possession and particularly field position to the Rabbitohs and they start building that confidence like we see them do um, throughout matches this year and, and particularly over the last month, they've got so many points in them and they've got so many uh, like dangerous points or dangerous players that can attack from different positions on the field. And when you're facing a guy that's in the form at the moment like Campbell Graham, you do not want a player like that close to your try line too often on uh, on Saturday night. Yeah, I, I really think I totally agree with you in regards to the Storm. I think they need to be the team that sets the tone. I'm going to back the Rabbitohs though because I just look at this Rabbitohs side and I just think there may be a bit too much star strike power with the Rabbitohs 
over the storm. You know, I look at the fullback, obviously Trelly Mitt, unbelievable yep. form. I look at the halves, Cody Walker, Cam Munster, kind of cancelling each other out in regards to form right now. I'll probably uh, Hughes a little bit above Ilias, but Ilias can get a job done. Outside of that, in most positions, I do think that the south side has a little bit more star power, a bit more strike power rather. But mm-hmm. if the Storm, as you said, can set the tone yep. of the match, they can turn it into Storm footy and, and yes. rather than it being Rabbitohs footy. Because if it's Rabbitohs footy, there's no way they'll, they'll, they'll beat them. Um, so if so, being the Storm, if you, so if you're Storm coming up against the Rabbits in, in red-hot form at the moment, a lot of players, as I mentioned, playing great football, Who's the one man that you go after? Is it is it Latrell? Is it Cody? Is it um, Campbell Graham? Who is it that you send a lot of your defensive energy to? I'd be going straight at Cody Walker. Just Cody. trying to almost like Trell Mitt is unbelievable. We know everyone knows what Trell Mitt can do, but yep. I do still think that Cody Walker is the heart. He's almost the he's the the hand in the glove to a degree, and Latrell is the glove. I still think Cody Walker the, when they win. It's usually off the back of Cody Walker orchestrating the victories. Yes. So okay. I'd be going straight at him in regards to, you know, a bit of niggle, try and yes. get him fired up, try and get him thinking about other things. Uh, because the thing with Latrell, if let's say Latrell's got a target on his back, if Latrell turns up and he is in, you know, career best form, it doesn't yep. matter what you do. You can, yeah, that's right. You can send everything after him and you're not going to be able to stop him. Um, right. So Cody Walker is the man I would be trying to, I guess, get under. Yep. So Cody Walker, there you go. Bellyache, he's a he's a avid fan of the captain's run. He's there listening. Go. There you go. That one was free, Bellyache. Next one though. <laughs> Next one's gonna cost you, mate. <laughs> Just so you know. Anyway, we, <laughs> that was our game of the round. Thanks to Suncorp. Make sure you're Queensland covered. Search Suncorp Insurance for quote of the day. That's the Suncorp spirit. We'll see you after the break. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. Tigers v Dragons, 1.50 p.m. You guessed it, Suncorp Stadium. It's Magic Round. Naden, out with suspension. Talao, starts at centre. Kapoa, returns from illness onto the bench. Dragons team news, we've heard about it. Lomax Little dropped. Fainai moves to centres. Ravalawa, returns to the wing. DeBellin moves to prop. Sua, returns to second row. And Jack Bird moves to lock. How do you see this one, Smithy? Yeah, stack of changes for the Dragons, boys. Um... Uh, and with the Tigers, well, I, I think they just grow in confidence off the back of that win last week. Um, of course, you know, a suspension to Brent Naden, but I just think they, they now approach this game with a lot more confidence. Um, there's going to be a, a, a buzz around training this week uh, with their footy team, with their whole, sorry, not just the footy team, the footy club and the fans and, and what happened across the weekend. I think they come up. I think they come up to Brisbane uh, to take on the Dragons full of running mm. and just believing that they can go out there and win. Like if, if you if you knock off the reigning premiers and particularly a side like Penrith who have been so dominant, why, why can't you just replicate that the following week? Mm. Dragons are going to be desperate, of course, desperate. Um, some big changes to their footy side. So um, if you're making changes to guys like Zach Lomax and he's not making the side, I, I think everyone has been put on notice. Mm. Every other player has been put on notice. Maybe maybe there's an exception for Ben Hunt. Mm. But every other player has been put on notice to say, look, if you don't aim up, then we're going to make some changes. So it'll be great to see the response of the Dragons. But I'll tell you what, Kempi, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm going Tigers for back-to-back victories. 
Mate, I love it because I've been flip-flopping yep. on this one. The Dragons, obviously, message being sent. People getting dropped. Rah, rah. But the Tigers, they actually have been, their forwards at least, have been laying a platform. Every yep. single week, you get a week closer to the forwards understanding Apicorosau's game. And last week was probably the best week where the forwards really got on song on the same page as Apicorosau. And I just think around the ruck there, when you're looking at the, the two competing uh, forward packs, I, th- I actually think on paper the Tigers forwards pack is is noticeably better yep. and is more explosive. I mean, you got Alex Twole coming off the bench running for 150 metres in, you know, <laughs> 30 minutes or something, no misses in the tack- in the tackle count. So yep. I've been flipping and flopping on this in regards to if the Dragons hadn't have made drastic changes, I probably would have gone Tigers. But are the Dragons playing group now going to be almost scared into, oh, wow, you know, this is it. You know, my spot yep. is on the line here. If I don't rip and tear, I'm getting dropped. Yep. Yeah, that, that possibly could be the outcome, I reckon. And um, but I just I think the confidence that the Tigers have at the moment um, that after winning and, and having that winning feeling they'll they'll come up here with pretty good attitude and they'll be in the fight mate I reckon I reckon they might make it two in a row Alex Twole score his first try oh wow big call is that your Brooksy, sure thing is that your sure and Brooksy, thing and Brooksy man of the match jeez oh, I'm going all out today holy. I'm going all out oh my god <laughs> don't write that down please the Oracle Smithy. <laughs> Mate, you're going to look like a genius if this comes oh, off. An absolute oh. genius. Uh, Roosters v Cowboys. Look, call a fight off. Cowboys going to win 13 plus. Easy. <laughs> easy. No, no. Tommy nearly Tommy. had a heart attack just then. Yeah, he um, fell off his chair. Momoroski out. The great Drew Hutchinson is named at centre. Durable as anything, can play any position. Jake Turpins joins the bench. Uh, Brandon Smith has been named despite taking hospital last week, precautionary for a neck complaint. Hargreaves returns at prop. Lodge moves back to the bench. Nanai out with suspension. Lukey returns at second row. Townsend has been named despite a calf injury. Ben Hanson is listed reserve as cover. How do you see this one, Smithers? Well, yeah, the Cowboys, they're just struggling at the moment, the Cowboys. Um, They just can't get any momentum going at all. Like, we see little flashes of brilliance um, by individuals, but they just... They're not the team that they were last year. Now we're trying to rattle our brain for the last month, haven't we, on on the captain's run about trying to f- find reasons why it's not happening for them. But it's just not. And the only way they get themselves out of the hole they're in is is by working hard. Really, that's the only thing I can think about, mate. And and that's doing all the little things well in the game that need to be done: controlling the football, making your tackles, getting to your kicks, putting pressure on the opposition. And, and and see what result you get, uh, you know. And coming up against the Roosters side, though, that, you know, they, they played quite well last week. They shut out the Warriors over over the ditch. Um, JWH, he's back, of course, so he'll be um, rested and feeling really good for this one. He'll be up for this one. Um, look, I, I'm going to go Roosters. I'm going to go Roosters because I don't have a lot of confidence in, in the Cowboys at the moment with the way they're playing. Yeah, the Cowboys, unfortunately. I've seen a few clips from a few different people. I actually, I think it was Cooper Cronk um, on Fox. He just showed a little clip of Chad Townsend basically getting to the line and Nanai was like 20 metres back. And it wasn't just Nanai, it was the whole back line that weren't up with him. And then I've seen some other clips as well where I just think that there may be, A, 
they either overtrained, but also be maybe a bit of a sense of kind of, oh, we had such a great year last year. Oh, how great were we last year? They're kind of, I wouldn't say they're sitting there going, patting themselves on the back, but I would say maybe that fire and desire that they had last year where they were like, we are sick of being seen as not competitive and not a good club. I yep. don't, I just don't know if they've got the same fire as they did last year. Yeah, right. Not at the same level. Uh, yeah, I just, and, and with the Roosters, it's, it's almost like a yearly thing. Yep, they got the win. I love they kept the Warriors to, to nil. I'm still not that convinced though. And I think that if they're going to start getting their Roosters DNA together, it has to be sooner rather than later. But we're going to head to a break. I, I'm picking the Roosters though. Head to a break. After the break, we've got Titans v Eels. We're back to the captain's run. Titans, Eels, Smithy, what do you reckon, mate? Yeah, we've got to be quick here. Run out of time. Um, big game. Uh, Brimson, of course, out. Jaden Campbell, love watching this fella play. He's named a fullback. Um, he'll be in for a big one, playing in front of some family members and friends, I'd I'd suggest. Eels, though, coming off a huge win. Just spoke to um, Will Benzini, of course, and he said he's going up there with a really positive frame of mind. They're all looking forward to this one. Um, they're hot and cold, though, the Eels. They can be hot and cold. I think uh, I think Titans. Oh, wow. I'm going Titans. This is another side, Kempe. They've got 10 premiership points at the moment. Yeah. They win this one. They go to 12. They could be way up top. Yep. I'm going to go Titans. Okay, the Titans. Look, I'm going to go to the Eels to get the job done. I thought they were fantastic last week. And now time for our sure things. Who's your sure thing for the week, Smithy? Uh, let's... Uh, uh, the temporary I, work expert, surehire.com.au. Mate, I've, I've talked a big game. I've talked them up. I have to back the West Tigers. My sure thing. The West Tigers. Holy yep. moly. I'm backing them in. I'm backing them in. Come mate. on, boys. Live for me. Wow. Sure thing. I am going uh, the Sharkies. And just quietly, who won sure thing last week? Just quietly. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, that, oh, hey. yeah. Well, it was you. Yeah, it was you. <laughs> I, I, went, I went the Knights. They didn't get off the bus, oh, and you picked para. They towed, they you towed me up. Thank you, thank you. One each. <laughs> I think you're still ahead though by a mile. Okay. I missed the first three rounds. Sure, uh, <laughs> hire Australia's most complete shoring, propping, and traffic product range. Call one three hundred. Sure, hire. That is us done and dusted. You may see us at Magic Round. I'll be at the Caxton Hotel one p.m. The great Smithy. You'll see Smithers rolling around, Smithy. Oh, I'll be around there. Yep. I'll be around there. Friday, Saturday. I'll be rolling around. Call Sun him Corp. Schmizzle. Hey, Schmizzle. How you going, brother? I'll see you there, D-Sizzle. <laughs> we'll see you all next week. See you next week.